Hi guys, welcome to another episode of um, the Immigrate Podcast. Um, it's been a while. We've been busy with life, um, living in the pandemic, during the pandemic because it's, it's not over yet. And, you know, just trying to find sanity in the midst of it all. And of course, um, I have um, an amazing guest as usual. She's been here a couple of times and <laughs> our fans love her you know and she comes with the british accent so big shout out to the big british accent yeah we've got fala in the house fala you did <laughs> hello Femi. Oh, it's good to be back it's good to be back thanks for having me it's always good to have you on here because then you know i'm always like your views about stuff and now you're brutally honest so um let's get off um mm-hmm. what 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 has it been the pandemic been like in in the uk Oh gosh, where do we start? It's been it's been really weird and I have to say it's we're starting to go back into normal life now because the lockdown restrictions are easing bit by bit. So at the beginning of March we had schools opening and then at the end of March during the Easter break we had uh, the rule of 6 where people could meet up um outdoors and um, in over two households and then I think a couple of days ago we had non-essential retail shops open which was you know go shopping buy some stuff um, gyms were opened as well so it's been it's been quite nice to kind of return to normality I got my eyebrows done <laughs> and that felt really good because I was like oh my gosh like it feels like I, I was looking at myself in the mirror like oh I can you know, I'm I'm doing myself grooming again because at home I try to do some waxing on my own and it, it was horrible. I got burned, so I'm like, you know, don't try this at home. If you can't wax, leave it to professionals. You know, just don't do it. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's 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 been it's been a challenge, mm-hmm. especially mental 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 health wise. It's been a challenge, but yeah, we, we we're happy. We're happy that the lockdown restrictions have come to start easing. Uh, I'll tell you this: we've been in and out of lockdown it's beginning to look like the government doesn't know what they're doing because i think um a couple of days ago we went back into lockdown and really they, yeah we went back into lockdown this is not the first time we before this one we came out of an emergency kind of like an emergency situation where it's a the order was stay at home and we came out of that they said the numbers were good and then we came out and now we just went back a couple of days ago and guess what they said they passed uh, a ruling that says the cops can pull you over and ask you where you're going you know oh, and wow. issue fines and that's like you know <laughs> you, I mean your basically your freedom has been taken away from you and even though you don't want to listen to the conspiracy theories about this being a whole you know going left about you know people being controlled but when they begin to kind of like align, you start thinking about it like, why would you start pulling people over and ask where they're going? You know, but the but the um the police uh, the police said they were not gonna follow those rules. That is absolutely nonsense. So we're just basically back on um a stay at home order. Don't don't go out unless you need to go out kind of thing. Yeah. So it's is that the been whole a mess. Then? No, it's my province. I'm in Ontario. So, um, oh. no, yeah. 
he just put us in a lockdown and everybody's going berserk I've, I've gone berserk because it's the beginning of summer and they've been obeying and i mean trying as much as they can to obey for so long and the sun is out we just came out of a uh, out of winter and you're saying people stay inside and the toll on mental health itself um it i think mental health now is at the forefront of conversations because this has been like an eye opener you know for us to realize how crazy we can be when we do not go out yeah you know what i mean and it's even in you know wake you up to the reality of things that you've taken for granted for example you said vaccine <laughs> you said vaccine yeah, and, that was, like, and i'm like i try to get haircut and it's it's hard you know i rather pay for this than you know mess my hair do you know what i mean but i yeah. can't do it myself i'm not trained <laughs> i mean i can but learn then, yeah. but even learning is hard mm-hmm. i still i've got it wrong still <laughs> you know yeah um, i've seen youtube videos i've watched youtube videos just trying to get a fade you know even i mean this barber's making it look easy but trust me stuff it's hard <laughs> yeah I, but I, how's, I, it, I, how's I, it been for you like mentally how's it been for you mentally dealing with the lockdowns do you know what i because i i i kind of like had like before the whole pandemic came into place i kind of struggled with like anxiety from when i used to be a teacher and just like stress from my mm. job and stuff so that was like perhaps the only kind of mental health that i was really aware of to do with myself and what i was going through um mm-hmm. but the pandemic the pandemic kind of just changed a lot of things because everyone started talking about mental health workplaces the media radio stations you know like there was pressure on public health services um and i don't know how to describe it i just felt like i was in this bubble where i'll talk to my colleagues online talk to my family in my house and that was it like there wasn't really <laughs> any that that was my social network my colleagues through my computer on zoom or microsoft teams and then my my siblings that was so i do not know how anybody who living like anyone who was living alone throughout the pandemic i just don't know how they did it because i felt like i was going mad mm-hmm. with two siblings and my mum okay and my daughter and but it it's, it's so isolating i think and the fact that you can't do anything about it hmm. you know like yeah no I, I i hope we don't go back there because it's a lot of people have especially people who for example have health issues you know people mm-hmm. who have cancer and terminal illness and is an um things like sickle cell who are shielding because they can't go out imagine how it would be like for them true they can't even go to the they can't even go to the supermarket to buy bread or uh, in some cases they can't even pick up their medication someone's got someone has to go and pick it up on their behalf or deliver it to their house in some cases you know so i really do feel like um i mean i don't know if the government is doing enough to provide this you know the the mental health support that people need but i know that there there is kind of you know there's 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 
charities and there's you know people can call their doctors and the doctors can refer them to different NGOs and mm-hmm. mental health wellness companies to help them what's helped me is there's an app called Headspace that I downloaded um, and that helps me like when I'm going to sleep because I do feel quite anxious when I'm going to bed sometimes so I tend to mm-hmm. um, use the app to kind of just have like um, mindfulness techniques relaxation techniques and I really like the sound of rain. It calms me down. <laughs> so I yeah. really enjoy listening listening to rain. Like just even on YouTube, just listening to rain, like before I go to bed, it really does soothe me. So it's about working out what um things that help you and things that, you know, kind of just lower your anxiety and remind you that, you know, this this is the norm now, but you it's okay to feel like this. You're not going crazy. You just need to take the time and and, and, and find yourself amidst I'm not going to say the chaos but mm-hmm. amidst the isolation perhaps um, yeah. that makes a lot of sense because there, there is oh Fala um, I'm going to bring a guest on as well her name is Grace yeah, sure. she's an amazing person sure. she's in the UK as well she is a book of wisdom <laughs> basically and I'm going to bring her on in a little bit so I'll be sending her the invite yeah, right sure. away and then you know we can just have a three-way banter but yeah you're absolutely right right. um there is this old discussion about you know the emphasis on human interaction and how humans as a whole need this to be able to survive and then this pandemic has you know kind of brought on a new reality like you can go everything is basically digital right now and like you said um you you found an app that you've been using that's very therapeutic for you right but would you would you prefer to sit in front of a therapist and have these discussions and unravel or just have a therapist on the other side of the computer just having a conversation with you which would you prefer in this age now with with the way uh, reality is because of the way i'm wired and because i used to be a teacher mm-hmm. i I read. I, I I didn't realize this until lockdown, until and way after I left the profession. I actually thrive on social interaction. So when I was teaching, that that whole kind of five year period was mm. just constant interaction with students, with teachers, with parents, and that's what I thrive off. Even though I can be quite introvert and I like my own space, but I mean, people, I would I would actually describe myself as the introverted extra extrovert. But I, I would rather be engaging with somebody face to face than through a laptop or through. It's just it's just my kind of. I'm I'm more. I don't know what word to use. I'm I'm, I'm more kind of receptive towards that. Yeah, some people might not be, but I, I am. I absolutely agree with you. Um... Especially at work, we've been having, you know, virtual meetings on Teams, on, you know, all the apps for conferencing these days, video conferencing these days. And a lot of people, we've been sent, um, like, surveys, you know, asking about if this was really working and everything. I mean, we do get a lot of work done. But to be honest, there's this um, need for human interaction that... You long for it. You long for the jokes, the eye contact, the physical touch, and it doesn't exist yeah. through these apps. Even though we try as much as we can to simulate them, but it doesn't. Um, it doesn't exist. And that even you know, 
that trickles down to dating in this in these times like how has it been um, i'm assuming it's wild because i've been with our crazy apps and i've had i've read horror stories about things <laughs> going on on these apps but then yeah yeah you mean if you have an angle to it i would love to hear um i mean it's 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 quite interesting um and yeah like kind of the whole online dating during lockdown has mm. been i mean it's not something that i even expected to get into to be honest um the way it kind of happened with me was really random very very random and i think because of the fact that i my background in teaching um for anyone who's a full-time teacher in the uk in well primary or secondary i taught secondary but they would know that you kind of don't have a life <laughs> hmm. so i wasn't really able to kind of go out and meet people um from then so i kind of had a mixture of kind of dating online stroke meeting people from like you know i don't know at weddings and parties and stuff well um, sorry hold on real quick let, i think grace just joined and let me see if she's got a clear connection to us hi grace hi Femi. Hey. Hey. oh it worked okay <laughs> did you have to download the app no no i just clicked on the link and it came up straight on my um tab like on a new tab okay okay cool um grace i've got Fola. she's she's been on the podcast a couple of times uh for that meet grace Hello, Fola. Um, both of you are in the Hi, uk grace. so yeah evening evening you guys awesome. are gonna nice drown to me. You. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna drown me in your British accent. So yeah, please, absolutely. Sorry, apologies in advance. Um, yes, we can only apologize in advance for our Queen's English. Yeah right. Okay. Yeah right. Um, yeah, okay. Grace. Let me quickly bring you up to date. So we were just um, having a conversation about the state state of the world, and we've gone from um uh life in the pandemic and um uh for life it's kind of like um touching on dating in the pandemic basically online dating and i've heard her stories if you want to share our stories from friends or what you've heard or your perspective about it as well but yeah for was going on about it so yeah for that you can go on uh, yeah so i kind of trying to remember where i was okay yeah so because I'm kind of, you know, for me to kind of get out and meet people um, for quite some time. And I kind of did a bit of dating online combined with the couple of social events that I did go to, which were quite few in number, um, kind of weddings and going out to like games nights and whatever. And that's how I'd meet people. Um, but lockdown, it was a bit of a surprise because I wasn't, I didn't really have the intention to date anyone during the pandemic. Um, so when it it kind of happened randomly um, with somebody that I started talking to, um, who I met online actually, and it was just nice because um, it was like, you know, everyone's at home. <laughs> everyone's working from home and well some people weren't working from home but I was and the person that I was talking to was also working from home as well 
and we kind of just hit it off really quickly um and the communication was like constant because it was whatsapps phone calls video calls just back and forth and it was quite helpful in a way because it was like a i don't know what to call it maybe like a healthy distraction of just like making a friend or some making friends with someone that you've never met but you seem to have similar interests similar ideologies and you seem to kind of get on you know and and, and that was it but along the line along the line um i i kind of things felt a bit too good to be true i don't know if that makes sense you know when somebody's saying all the right things and absolutely Mm. yeah just the mm-hmm. right things everything everything was fine everything was just going well and um because it graduated from friendship to kind of to dating and um it just i don't know i don't know it it, it was a bit it was like i said it was too good to be true but then i when i actually met the person i met the person because i i traveled i traveled um to nigeria and i met them and yeah things continued you know things continued and it, it it was really fun and really good and once again you know you know when you have a guy that's like being the gentleman you know um coming to your hotel to drop you food taking you out every evening um checking on you like literally every other hour not every, every couple of hours trash that is trash for me why is that gotta be trash <laughs> That's not that's behavior. Fala, Fala, that's Yoruba. Is he a Yoruba guy? Nah, he wasn't Yoruba. But he was um but that's that's what he was doing. He was, you know, like and I remember that time because I, I was in Abuja for I think four days and that four day period was just because I was doing a project in Abuja. So I was I was on site for two days and then the other two days I was just chilling. So he we went out like to different places, took me to all these different tourist attractions and you know it was it was really fun it was really fun but then i feel like there was a bit of you know when you when you talk to someone for so not so long but for like continuously for like six seven eight months straight um you kind of you, you start to kind of be open and honest and vulnerable with them so they kind of like start to know like perhaps what your weaknesses are mm-hmm. yeah think, yeah i think what happened was that person could see like my like the fact that i was being transparent and stuff and i think they took advantage a bit well not a bit but quite a bit but wow it, things, really yeah that was eventually but things were still at this point in time i didn't i didn't there wasn't like everything was going well but then they took me to meet their parents now mm-hmm. that was a bit strange for me because i wasn't expecting that i was expecting a repeat of what happened um when i went to nigeria in october i was expecting a repeat in december like i would be at my hotel and you know just we'd go out and the person picked me up from the airport and they took me to their parents house and i was wow. like where are we going and they're like, oh, we're going to my parents. Follow, like, follow hold on a second. Follow hold on a second. How long have you guys been like dating? <laughs> Yo, you're building, you're building this whole. 
I'm sorry to ask it to you the end, the end of this, but I, I'm sorry I have to ask questions though. What tribe is he? I want to. He was Igala. Oh. Is that middle belt? Yes. Is that middle belt, no? Yeah. Okay. okay. It's middle belt. Okay. Well, at least he's not, not Yoruba man, so yeah. No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he so, like the man like, like, this time. Yeah, we're well, free this time, absolutely. Okay, go on for because, that. Yeah, no, you know, like I said, that whole period of like lockdown was just us talking for months and months and months, continuous. And he was so consistent with the chats, the phone calls, the like, he was very interested in what I was doing, very interested in my job, very interested in the business that I was running at the time. And when I, when I, when we saw for the first time and we met up and stuff, it was, it was really fun. We went out and we, we went to so many different places and he really like paid attention to detail and made sure that I was okay. And I remember those days where he'd come to the hotel and he'd come with like, cause I'm really into my health stuff. So he'll come with like, I don't know, you guys know Zobo, right? Like Zobo juice and like water and like all this health yeah stuff and, you know like just just all those kind of things that i like all those fresh movies and stuff um and it's just like attention to detail which i like and so yeah so when i came back to nigeria um he picked me up from the airport and he took me to his parents house and i was just like what, like from I... the airport yeah because i was flying i was i was gonna fly to lagos i i landed in abuja but I was going to fly to Lagos, so I'd have to take um, another flight, like a, a internal flight. So I was just kind of spending some time, like relaxing, whilst I was waiting to, you know, get my next flight. Um, so yeah, so I was just expecting that, you know, we'd go and get food, or <sighs> he's like, no, we're, we're gonna. There's no point, like. There's food in my house. Like, I was like, oh, okay. So, went there and it was kind of awkward because the parents were in the house praying. No, they, I think they went to church and then they came back. Or, no, they were, I, don't, I can't remember where they went, but they came and they were like watching like a sermon online or on TV. So, I had something to eat there and, and that was that. So, when I went over to Lagos, the person he or the guy he also flew over to lagos the next day and he checked into the same hotel i was staying at in lagos wow. okay yes yeah so, he got, yeah so he got i was on the second floor he was on the first floor and i was running um a relaunch event for my brand so he was like there through it he came with his friend his friend was there at the relaunch event as well um he was kind of like coming up to my room knocking on my door like follow are you ready um they're gonna start you know there's people downstairs they're waiting for you how's everything going have you organized x have you organized y have you organized Z? and follow, that was basically follow, it follow, so, follow, wait 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 i got a question for you before you go into deep how were yeah. you feeling about this like what was your intuition telling you at this point everything was fine Everything you was got fine. But- butterflies in your belly kind of feeling. <laughs> butterfly <laughs> no, i mean i was no because the thing is i was i was quite happy because i was like um in my head i was like oh it's really good to finally meet somebody who's not a fuckboy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um because there were at that point there weren't any red flags at that point 
there weren't any. Yeah, because he was attentive, he was like, you know, supportive, yeah, and doing all the things that, yeah. My gender. Yeah, and, and before he, before I flew to Lagos, and he also flew out the next day to come and support me on my relaunch event, um, he had done some stuff for like my brand, like online. So like my social media marketing, um, some of the sp- sponsored ads. So I paid for the sponsored ads and then he did all the like social media stuff um, with promoting the page and doing all the technical stuff with the website. Um, so yeah, like he was really invested in my brand. Yeah. And I remember him asking me like, you know, like who's on the invitation list? And I sent him the list and his name wasn't on there and he got upset. So, um, and also another thing I remember is that when I was in Nigeria in October, it was NSARS and my flight, my flight was cancelled. And I remember he was really upset because he was like, oh, you know, I really, really want us to see and stuff. And I was like, yeah, me too. And it was my birthday and he sent like flowers and like a cake to, no, like a flower cake to my hotel in Lagos so he mm. was you know that whole kind of like you know romantic side and he didn't tell me it was from him so I was saying to him someone sent me this whole this nice flower cake and I don't know who it was and he was like oh it was me and I was like oh that's really nice of you you know I didn't expect that you know so yeah so he was kind of you know he was doing the whole Mr. Nice Guy Mr. Nice Nice Guy Mr. Very Nice Guy we didn't have any arguments like the whole like for the whole like 10 month period no arguments no arguments that's a no. red flag, flag. No. That is a red no. flag. Not until, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait. Wait, hold on. We had debates about things. Like, we had, like, debates about stuff. But no, like, like a full-on fight about... Full-blown yeah. argument. No, no. Like, because there were things we disagreed on in terms of, like, our ideologies. There were slight... Mostly aligned, but some slight, um, like, peripheral differences. But everything was fine. He... He... I didn't suspect anything. Um and we both like i said we, we both think in a similar way so whenever a situation will play out and, and i tell him and he'd say oh i know where this is gonna lead and vice versa mm-hmm. so but the issue now came when because because when because when i was in lagos so he he supported my brand and whatever i invited all his friends onto to, to my um my events they came they paid they were full like they were customers most of them like no i think Two thirds of the customers were from him. Actually, they were his friends. Fala, because we I'm just itching. I'm yeah. itching for the climax. Like I'm literally itching for the climax. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I'm sorry. I'm very impatient. Yeah, so, I'm very impatient. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Honestly, so um, it was, and then it even got it got better because when my events finished and stuff, like like I said, we were like together like every single day. And it it was just it was fun. So I went back to Abuja and I had lodged in the hotel and we went out, same thing, clubbing, partying, paying for everything, being the gentleman, picking me up, taking me everywhere. And then he says, Oh, so you're flying back to London in a couple of days. Why not check out the hotel and come stay in my family house? Oh I'm like Wow. Okay. He's like, yeah. That, you I'm know, rooting like, for this guy. I, I feel like I'm wait, rooting for this guy. Wait, he asked you to check out of your hotel and come and stay at his house. His family house, yeah. Great. Okay. That's correct. 
Grace, I'm rooting for this guy. I don't know why I'm rooting for him to win. I'm not rooting for him, boy. <laughs> I'm not rooting. For him. But like, and he's he's getting everything right. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he, yeah, he knows what he's doing. So yeah, for like, yeah, he knows on. what he's doing, and yeah. So and he's so I'm um at the family house, and he also he he got me um he got myself he got me a gift for Christmas like a Christmas gift. He got my daughter a Christmas gift. Um which i didn't expect that was you know that was like you know because at this point I, I i was like things are moving fast right and men know what they want so if he's inviting me to my parents house i'm sorry into his parents house that must be a good thing right mm-hmm. must be a good sign i guess no maybe so but i didn't really read into it when i was there like that that much um i just thought mm, okay and it was nice because like the, his mum was his mum his mum was amazing like she was really lovely very welcoming very hospitable and she was cooking like three square meals a day did you join in the like, cooking no i didn't okay i didn't it just off, i did off, however off. Mm-hmm. i did have offered to do like a few things like when i would see like she there was like um they were she was i don't because they, they had like yams and stuff like lamb yam tubers yeah um in the garden drying out so when she was bringing them into the house to the pantry i'll offer to like say do you need help bringing them in and whatever and she'll say no no don't don't that don't bother um so that was how it was we'll go out in the evening go for night walks go grab suya that kind of thing you know like went to clubhouse went to like all these different places and his family came over his uncles came over introduced me to them oh wow like he's like literally his cousin his brothers like i i got to know like quite a few people and then his his sister-in-law it's her birthday we went out together to get her cake got back to the cake it was so funny because his mum was like tell follow that we need her for the pictures when they're cutting the cake so he came to the room and was like oh my mum said you need to come they're taking pictures because x is taking um is cutting her cake so i stood there in the pictures and he all said you know happy birthday we all smiled and took pictures um a little bit awkward but yeah that was that so that happened and it was just a good time and then i'm getting ready to go back to london and i was a bit sad because obviously like i don't like london that much and um, <laughs> you're, you're not alone it there was cold. Girl. it was january like it was january it was cold man and we were in lockdown. <laughs> it was january and you yeah it was cold it was really yeah. cold yeah so it was like you know like very very yeah so um i didn't there's nothing to look forward to yeah so i came back and everything was going fine until i just noted noticed the communication just started to become a bit dappy which had never happened in that whole in that whole like 10 month period um and then he said that he i didn't hear from him for two days and i know he went on on a tour in nasara state uh there, there was like a waterfall uh tour going on so he went to kind of try to give me some ideas for my brand and the person uh may he rest in peace god bless his soul one of the one of the people on the, on the tour passed on oh no they drowned in the waterfall oh my god yeah so yeah, it was horrible. So when he told me, I was I was in shock. I was like, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. Like you know, so his phone fell in the water apparently, and he was trying to help pull him out. And yeah, it was really hard because it was quite deep. It was quite deep. It was quite deep plunge pool. Um. So yeah. So I kind of thought, well, 
the reason why the communication might be bad or less sorry is because he's traumatized from that so i didn't really read into it too much but then i noticed like i noticed that he stopped saying you know like when guys have like names they use for you oh so, oh no oh no oh no, no, no i'm just saying he did I, that too but yeah so he's, what, so he's so using like the, the nicknames that you guys had for each other well well yeah, kind of yeah like it's, it's not it's not it's not even a nickname it's not even a nickname it's That's just name like you know, like, you know like no you know you know when you say to someone like you might just you might say i don't know hi hun or hi babes or hi uh, dear okay. or whatever it is like, like the endearing so one thing. yes so he she stopped using that and um but and you women do pay attention yeah wow okay. yeah we do we see we do of course <laughs> okay. so once again i didn't read into it i just thought it's the trauma from what he's going through whatever whatever that's it so it was his birthday it was his birthday and so i messaged his sister on instagram because i didn't have a number and i said oh can you help me to get him a cake and she agreed and i sent over the money got the cake and they delivered it to him and he was shocked he was like oh wow thank you you know blah blah that's that 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 was that um and i did say to him you know if you're feeling you know upset you should really speak to a a therapist or if you feel not like he was saying he felt numb and i was like yeah speak to therapist and he's like no he's gonna be fine I said okay cool please know that if you need to you should um then i remember it was his he was handed in his thesis for his for his dissertation for his master's and i offered to help him proofread it so i did i think it was i can't remember how many thousand words it was sent it back that was all done but his response was a bit weird it was very like you know but once again i just thought okay then after that came valentine's day <laughs> now that valentine's day weekend um i remember the friday night i had called him and he didn't pick up so he called me back on saturday saturday morning i missed his call and i called him back saturday afternoon around two o'clock or something and he didn't call me back so around four 30 i must have messaged him saying you know like how's your day going i guess you're having a busy day and he was just like after a couple of hours he's like yeah you know my client someone one of the clients they installed something on the website and it has a virus and it's site's gone down i need to fix it and blah 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 and i was like okay and then he was like oh how are you i said i'm fine and you know i've just been doing x y and z preparing for this and that and and then that was like what saturday evening and he didn't respond he didn't read the message until sunday the next day which was valentine's day and he didn't read the message until like 11 a.m so as soon as he opened the message he called me and then he was like oh i'm really sorry he didn't even sound really sorry he just said oh um yeah hey i'm just waking up now um i was i was i went to bed really late um i was working on the site all night that client for the, the corrupted files on the site i don't know why they don't listen repeating what he said in the whatsapp message the day before basically the night before and in my head i knew something was fishy because this guy never ever works through the night with like his phone next to him so mm. he would have he would have seen my message and he would have replied because he always does it like he's the pattern is i will wake up in the morning and see a message from him at two or three or four or five because he's a night crawler and he always responds to my message messages what what once I once I've gone to bed as well. He will still 
like if we've spoken on the phone and we've both gone to I've gone to bed, he'll still say something and I'll see it when I wake up. That's how it's always been. Um so I knew something was fishy. He didn't say happy Valentine's Day, he didn't say he didn't get me anything. Um so in the evening he's like, Oh yeah, he's gone to play football and then he's like, Oh, people in football have been fighting. Didn't reply. And then he's like, Oh, um, happy Valentine's Day, Miss Fuller. I'm wishing you lots of love and happiness. Miss Fuller. And I was just like, Yeah. So and he does he never calls me that. He never calls it's me Miss Fuller. Cool. He never calls me Miss Fuller. Yeah. He never calls me that. So so then um we had a conversation a couple of days like I, I basically decided to kind of air, air him for the whole week not air him but I, I decided to not communicate for the whole week so I, I was like if he messages me I'll reply and I was not messaging him I wasn't engaging with him so that, that's how the communication died even further because he was messaging a couple of days I you okay I'm good you yeah not bad not bad and that was it um and somebody else one of my friends called me and was like oh did you get anything for Valentine's Day and I was like no a platonic friend of mine a guy and he's like follow how could you not get anything for valentine's day i thought you were seeing someone and i was like yeah i thought i was too so anyway he was like oh what's your address so he sent me um like a little like a little bundle from avon and he, some perfume and chocolates from MS and a couple of other things i put them on my instagram oh no <laughs> and no, he liked the picture no. wait hold up Come on, he liked the picture no don't do that what do you mean no. Why would I put it on my Instagram? Hold on, the guy, the guy liked the picture of you that you posted. Yes, Grace, Grace, you're, Grace you're going too far. Wait. Wow. So I'll be honest. All right. Before you posted that what? picture, what you mm. knew there was gonna be a reaction, yes or no? Yeah, I did. And there was an intent behind posting that picture, yes or no? Yeah, the intent was if you don't get me something for Valentine's Day, somebody else will, and they did. Petty much. Oh. Yeah? <laughs> It's not petty. It's not petty. It's just no. Okay. It's not petty. I'm just. I didn't. I never. I never asked him to get me. He just. You were trying to get him just jealous. Me and randomly Hold asked. Up. Hold and up. You were trying to I get didn't him need jealous. to post it, but I did. Okay. Well, you were trying to get him jealous, or you were trying to get a reaction. Well, well, I, I wasn't. And guess what happened? Because because you men love the chase. Guess what happened? Uh-huh. Guess what happened afterwards? He called you. When that happened, no, he didn't call me. He didn't call me, but he could see that i had already there was a gap from that from when he started doing his madness on valentine's day and i was like okay well because you 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 were okay to send me a cake to my hotel in lagos when we hadn't even met but you you're not getting me anything for valentine's day even if it's just an e-card like an e-card to say i don't know like off moon pig or i don't know what it is you know those e e uh, card companies so i was just like that's weird of you to do that like you know it's i don't think like I expected too much. I know you're in Nigeria, I'm here, but you could have even sent like a proper message, anything, video call, nothing. So I posted that and he liked the picture. Then he comes and says that he's been trying to donate to my GoFundMe because I'm fundraising for a charity I volunteer with in Lagos. Oh, was it the same one that I shared on my page? Yeah, was it the same one? The same, that GoFundMe, yeah. Okay, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, so he he sees it and then he comes, he comes and starts messaging me saying oh um saying oh I, i'm trying to do, i've been trying to donate to a gofundme how's it going um oh by the way i've been working on the website i think um things are going really well like being quite formal mm-hmm. but then at the same time he's like trying to do the most like trying to say that he's still in the picture like hey i'm trying to donate to your gofundme 
like but that was it so after that i was like hmm okay so i i just thought i just continued to air him for a little bit like just i just i wasn't i wasn't initiating convo but if he he if he initiated i would reply him that was it Fola, Fola, Fola. sorry 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 let's let's let me cut you off a little bit okay did you did he define what you guys were now here's the thing here's the thing we had a conversation when i was in nigeria in october we had a conversation and i said i don't want to go back to london with assumptions and he said yeah that he fully agrees you know da, 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 da. so i said to him what is you know what, what 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 would you define this as and he said oh you know what he's like he's really happy that me and him met and because obviously we've been talking for all these months and met in person and that he really likes me and he wants to get to know me more and take this further okay those were his exact words those were his exact words that is the most fuck boy statements i've heard now wait 2021 fuller come on wait hold on hold on wait so okay okay so i said so i said okay so what do you like what do you what do you want to come to come out of this like what do you want like what do you want to come out of this and he said well he hopes like he's hoping that you know it will lead somewhere long term that he wants us to keep talking he wants to see how things go between us and he would like for this thing like whatever this is whatever you want to call it that he would like for this to be a thing that's basically a long-term thing basically okay but he he was saying that he doesn't want to rush things i said that's fine no no one's rushing you no one's i'm not rushing you i'm not rushing you so that's fine um so then when he said that when i got to london i said to him oh random comment like random question how would you feel if i was to date other people and he was like oh he wouldn't be happy about that he wouldn't be happy um it's not something that he would he would like he would want um and at the same time like because we've only we only just met in october only met like once technically for a period of that couple of days we were there i was there he wants to he wants to kind of he doesn't want to be basically you're saying he doesn't want to be the possessive um the possessive guy that's like oh i don't talk to other guys and blah blah but at the same time he wants things to be like i don't know what to use what's the word so he kind of was making you <laughs> official but not really like you're Basically. not official but at the same time i don't want i wouldn't be happy if you were to see other people grace <clears throat> for our Basically. grace um the fuck boy in me <laughs> is giving me <laughs> the fuck boy in me is giving me a vibe that I'm so well rehearsed in. But yeah, I'm gonna let Fala finish. But yeah, my spider senses yeah, are tingling. But this is what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. After this conversation we had in October, 
when I got back when I got back to London in October, I kind of I didn't stop talking to him, but I kind of what I would say is I'll, I'll put a perhaps a bit of a a wedge between us. We, we were still talking, everything was fine, and but I wasn't as invested, and that's the reason why when he asked me, he was on the invitation list for my relaunch. I sent it to him. His name wasn't on it, and he got upset. And I was like, "Why would your name be on it?" <laughs> because I don't. I I wasn't really expecting much from him at that point. So we were still talking, but I wasn't like. I wasn't expecting much from him, and like he saw that I was kind of like just quite relaxed about everything, and not really, like not really doing much. And he decided to up the ante and do the most. Like I said, booking his flight to come and support me with my relaunch, telling all his friends about my business, getting them to book, you know, all those kind of things. It was like he was doing the most to show that, ah, look at, like, you know, look, like I'm, you know, like to kind of try to get me to see that, you know, he's showing some sort of seriousness towards me or whatever it was. That's why when I got to Nigeria in December, I was shocked because he took it up an ante again by taking me to not only meet his parents but asking me to check out my hotel and stay in his parents' house for four it's days. It's a lot of things to be doing for someone who has not made you official. That's what I'm saying. So, and this is why it's really good to have good advice because I think at that particular time I didn't really have, I didn't have the best advice in terms of the people that I was kind of speaking to about it and yeah because yeah, I remember speaking to a friend and saying that you know this this particular trip in December I was like yeah it'll be good to kind of get clarity on what's going on now because this is a big step like I said aunties are coming uncles are coming like everyone's in the house and everyone's like oh fall, everyone's like fall out fall out I'm like you know it was a bit it was a bit it was nice they were all very welcoming but I was a bit like mm, okay you know like getting myself and my daughter a gift and things like that I was like I didn't expect that either you know but like I said because when I came from October to December that period that's when he really upped the ante because he could see that I wasn't really like taking him seriously perhaps yeah so he was trying to do like throw out all the stops to show that you know like which like I said is actually a form of manipulation but anyway um so that was that um and the friend that i spoke to was like follow nigerian men are cultured and well we like to think so and they wouldn't just take you to meet their parents um for no reason <laughs> no. No. yeah it's, it's silly but looking back at it i was like i don't even know why i even listened to this crap but anyway um they were like yeah you know like why would you ask for clarity this is the person's exact words like why would you ask for clarity that the fact that they've taken you to meet their parents and told you to stay in their family house um that isn't that like obvious enough but this is why i say it's not good to make assumptions because this is what i said to him in, in october i said to him i don't want to make assumptions and he was like yeah he's he wants to kind of keep talking keep getting to know me and hopefully this thing will be long term um and those, that's what he said to me. So it's kind of like, when I got the advice from that person, I just felt like, mm, part of me, I wanted to ask him for clarity, but I just felt like, well, 
I'm enjoying the ride and I'm living in the moment. I'm living in the present. Um, so yeah, I think I'll just keep, you know, just keep enjoying. And when I'm ready to ask for clarity, I will. So in my head, I was, I was like, well, I know that we're, we're not like in an official relationship, but in my head we were dating. I mean, I don't know what else to call what that was, but I believed we were dating anyway. Um, and all his friends thought we were an item. All my friends thought we were an item. His family thought we were an item. But yeah, so it's not about what you think. It's did about you, what's actually. Did you yeah. think you were an item? Did you think you were an item? No, we were dating. Okay. Okay. So yes, what? For that. No, Grace, you to... Grace, Grace, go ahead. Grace, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just agreeing with, with Follow when she was saying that it, it seemed as though, it, for all intents and purposes, you were an item. Everyone thought you were together, right? Because that's how it yeah. appears. Because everything he's doing, if somebody was doing that for me, I would assume we were together as well. That is where the problem is. I was waiting for you to see that, Grace. See. My name is Femi. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm the definition of <laughs> Fala. You know what my name is, right? The name Femi yeah. sends shivers down, you know, people's spines because we've been there, we've done it. And this is the reality. I was waiting for you to say, at least in your statements, that this guy said, you are my girl and this is a relationship. He never... That is a manipulative move. That's a very sneaky move. I've done it. I know what it is. The moment you ask a guy and say, what are we? And he writes a paragraph. Or he says an essay instead of yes or no. He's onto some bullshit. Yeah, that basically means he doesn't, really, he doesn't really want to be with you. Like, he yeah, doesn't yeah. want a serious so, relationship. Yeah, I agree. Basically. So the moment we, it, it's a very direct question. Like, is it yes? Is it no? Sorry, my son just walked in. So is it a yes <laughs> or a no? So the moment we are on with paragraphs and Shakespeare poetic replies, believe me, we are <laughs> on to some big time bullshit. But why do men but, do that? Yeah. Like, it, isn't it like a waste of time? You're like whining and dining and doing the most for someone that you don't want to be with. Like, what is the point of all that? People are psychos. <laughs> you need to realize yeah, that we live in a world where people are psychos uh, will do anything for the thrill. Right? Femi, I'm not going to lie. He invested a lot of time and energy into my brand. That's what I'm saying. He Why really do did. all that for someone you he don't really want did. to be He with. did our website. He did our social media marketing. Mm-hmm. He did like a lot of things. Because that, it like, was a course he, he believed in. It's, it's, it's a course he believes in. Well, right. I mean... But then again, but then again, like, even like in Nigeria, like before I left, it was, it, we had, we had conversations about other things. Okay. And it's really unfortunate because we'll talk about things like marriage and kids and stuff like that. And he would say things like, you know, he's looking to settle down. Oh, come on, Fuller. Um, that is the script, Fuller. No, 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 but I'm not. No, but we played a wait, script. Okay, go wait, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The thing ahead. is, his actions at the time uh-huh. were matching his words. He was, he's the kind of person that will say, if he says that, oh, I'm going to come pick you up from your hotel at seven o'clock, he'll be there knocking at six fifty. He's the kind of person that 
when I say I want to do something, he'll ring me and say, Fola, this is a reminder. You said you wanted to do this. Um, just around it, you need to get it done. Don't forget, you know, you've got all these targets and this and that. Script. And it wasn't in a controlling or possessive way. He script. was very like Fola. supportive. Script. I know it was a script. A... <laughs> I'm aware now. Oh, 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 <laughs> but now at the time, know. okay. Okay. I'm aware. I'm aware now, but at the time, uh-huh. I just thought I just saw him as somebody. He was very supportive mm-hmm. of everything I was doing, of my brand. When I was applying for jobs, he would he would have a look at my presentations and be like, "Yeah, this is good. Change this. Change that." He was always like, you know, just always encouraging me. Always, and I think if there was kind of one thing that he did that I really liked, it was just the kind of reinforcement in terms of i would say this is what i want to do this is what i believe in and he would just reinforce everything and just be like yep you know you can do it and keep pushing and that kind of stuff um and he was very consistent like i said consistent for a whole 10 months consistent um but like i said when i when i when i start to kind of reflect on everything I've, I've looked at you know i've gone through the chats i've gone through this i realized that there was a lot of manipulation in in the you know throughout the time there you go and there you go there was there, there was but it was well like you have me you have me i'm the definition <laughs> of what do you but things what like what do you do because i i when I got back to London and he started acting mad and, you know, he didn't get me Valentine's Day gift and stuff and, and a lot of, a lot of things I, weren't adding I, up. I, no, they weren't adding up because I, I noticed, the, you know what, to be honest with you, the day that I knew things were, it was just, was that, that Valentine's Day and um, that night that he didn't reply me and he was not, he didn't reply me like for like 12 hours. I knew something was up because that was very unlike him. Um, so... But then, I think what I what I what what really hit home was when my mom was ill. Oh, and my mom was in hospital. Um, she got admitted to hospital in February, at the end of February, no, mid February. Mm. About about a week after Valentine's Day, I think it was. She got admitted, and I told him. And at the end of the con- he called me straight away when I told him, and he called me, and. I said to him that, you know, I wasn't happy with the whole thing about him not getting me anything for Valentine's Day and this and that. And he said, oh, I said, but, you know, Valentine's Day, you get stuff for people you like. And he goes, isn't it obvious I like you? Oh, he said that again? <laughs> yeah, he said, isn't it obvious I like you? And I was like, mm. well, no, not really, no. And he was like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, it's not obvious. So... I told him that I would call him back that evening and I never did um because he was I just I just didn't like the whole conversation I was just I was just a bit annoyed and no, I didn't call him back but bearing in mind I had told him that my mom's in hospital we didn't speak for two days a oh, whole wow. two days that was on Saturday and on the Monday I messaged him so I was thinking that right so he was like oh you didn't you said you were going to call back you didn't call back and I was like but even if I said I was going to call back and I didn't call back, you know that mum's in the hospital. I'm really stressed over that. I'm quite, you know, you could have at least messaged to check on her. Because if that was me, that's what mm. I would do. I would message to check on your parents. 
and he never did that. He just kept saying, "Oh, you said you were going to call back." Da, da, da. So when I said that you you didn't check message check on my parents, he's like, "Oh, but I always check on your parents." Hmm. Another example of manipulation. So hmm. I think what happened is from when I got back from Nigeria in January, when I got back to London, I think he started seeing someone else, and he checked out emotionally, and he hmm. didn't have the guts to tell me that, you know. Um, follow i'm just seeing someone else or follow like you know like i he had 10 months to tell me that he didn't want anything serious he had 10 months to tell me that he didn't want anything long term and he didn't he chose not to tell me he just cho- chose to to act like he was serious and start doing the most when i come to nigeria like, you know spend spend money on me and buy me stuff and should take me out to meet all his friends and show me off but then not actually like follow through and just just be honest and open the way i was being honest and open with him because he knew i was being intentional because i asked him i said to him did you did you know that i was being intentional with this and he said yeah he knew i wasn't speaking to any other guys and meanwhile you were seeing other girls and oh whatever. So, so so it's confirmed that he was seeing other people oh this your well, assumption he did, well, he did, no he no he denied it he denied it but the thing is he denied it but he he denied it but he's confirmed that he slept with someone else right that's trash you know what so that's the you know what? Trash. Trash. Got to trash. Him, you? so it's trash. <laughs> so yeah he is trash, trash. and trash. i hope he yeah. hears this <laughs> is trash. that is yeah, yeah that is trashy trash. that um, is trashy behavior no no it is yeah. it is no. But are you in a are you in a better this, space right is, now? But this is what I'm saying to you. Yeah. you need to, what you need to deep is that we were talking for ten months, yeah, and he will cuss guys that do that. He'll uh, cuss the f boys. He'll cuss my exes uh, in yo, Lagos. Yo, 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 uh, is, he'll cuss my exes in Lagos and say my exes that. didn't know what they wanted. Sorry, we used to do that. Okay, sorry. We no. It's a Follow. script. <laughs> it's a script. Yeah, with yeah, that. yeah. It's and, and, and and this is this is how it plays out. Follow, you're so amazing follow your so this follow your so that not not just randomly but like through the conversations we have and when we talk about what i do and stuff people are like oh yeah this is really good and you're really you know my volunteering in nigeria and oh this is so amazing and blah 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 and you're doing so that and wow we need more people like you and this and that and 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 you would actually open your mouth to this the people that dated me before saying they didn't know what they wanted that are oh, those lagos boys there's something in the water there's something wrong with them they're all they're all mad nah that is not and cool. i'm just like yeah um for our first um i'm sorry if i'm being an asshole well you know yeah. me. <laughs> you, know, <I'm>, <laughs> you know me already um yeah you screwed up because you i know you're an awesome person right he's an asshole he played the script and i don't know why guys do do this but I know yeah, there is Honestly, I really want to know. That comes from chasing. Okay, we love the chase. It's wild. That's one. We love the chase. Then the truth that comes from it and winning and then being on to the next. Now, um, sometimes I want to sit, like, sometimes I sit back, relax, and I'm like, okay, I think I need to apologize to a couple of people in my life in the past based off of what I did. Mm-hmm. And listening to your story, I realized that this is a script that i have played personally you know what i mean and i have a daughter now and my mindset you know has changed like how would my daughter feel if she you know 
she gets put through all of this, right? I'm sorry if I'm laughing through it, but you know, no, humor humor helps a little bit. But yeah, to be honest, men are trash. Not all men are trash. <laughs> you said men are trash. Men are trash can be well, not, all, <laughs> not all, but a, but a significant proportion, I'd say. And is, see, the truth is, let's look around the caliber of men that we have out there now. I'm nothing to write home about and i'm not saying this to like panda to the fact that okay that's my gender but the truth is the values that men have been raised with and how it how it helps them choose their life partners to, are not in sync right yeah but it didn't make sense to me because he looks like he came from a good home and his parents are very coming from a good home doesn't play any role for like forget that part yeah i have have friends that are from morally upright homes and they are douchebags like in terms of dealing with yeah he's a douchebag like completely the thing is because i'm a parent being Mm -hmm. a mother you like i'm quite because of like what i've experienced with my uh daughter's father i was quite guarded for quite a number of years before i started dating dating again sorry and i i think probably like from my mid-20s i I would say i I was a lot more i don't know what word to use like i i I didn't really open myself up to people because i was was always scared that i would get hurt you know yeah um so i wouldn't just it wouldn't be a case of where I'd start talking to a guy and then, you know, it was, it was only quite recently that I started to open up. And with him, I, I opened up completely. I was open and honest, transparent, vulnerable, whatever. Um, and he just completely, <laughs> just completely backfired. It, you know, what would you think I'm doing with you when I, I ha- when I have a kid? And I've told you on numerous occasions that, you know, um, I'm looking to get married by the time I'm... 33 or whatever it is that i'd like to be married by then like why would you it's really strange to just know what i want and he said openly that he knew what i wanted um but he was like oh yeah um the the manipulation came in again because he said it's it's not it's not it's not me it's him Mm. that he has issues of being emotionally unavailable and I said don't lie because you've been emotionally available for 10 months you just started to disappear you just started to disappear last month or was it or or was it that that uh, January end of January um was it end of January I can't remember like mid-Jan end of January time and now that this whole thing has blown out you're trying to say that it's because you've got issues of being emotionally available. No, my darling, you checked out when you wanted to check out when you were done. And like I said, the the new chase with somebody else started. And he said to me that, you know, I'm not in a position to start dating anyone really, or getting into a relationship with anyone. But that was after I forced him to basically say it. Cause I was like, you're not really giving me anything. Like what's going on? Like all these, like something is wrong. And he even gaslighted me again and said, the communication between us has been fine. I was like, what are you out of your mind? <laughs> no, it hasn't. Men. I can't. Oh, I just cannot. That's why I said that's that's why I said that between you and me, like I just said to myself, you know what? I've had like anxiety in the past and I str- I struggle with SAD. But 
I said, you know, you are actually like your sociopath. Like you've actually got got serious sociopath? issues in terms of like. I, I said that. I said yeah, because, men are psychos. I did say that. Yeah, they are because what he was doing was, I think now looking back on it, they love the chase. Yeah. Like I said, so they do these things to women to make the woman fall yeah. for them. The whole kind of supportive, mm-hmm. encouraging. You're amazing. You Absolutely. can do anything. You're just, you're just, you're just, you're just, you're just perfect. All your exes were mad. I can't believe your exes <laughs> didn't see, see this in you. Oh my gosh, follow. You're amazing. Yeah, I'm amazing enough to what to enjoy my intellect, debate, talk with, sleep with, do all the other things you want to do with, but just not yeah. settle down with. Exactly. Interesting. Man, and he see my praises. You'll sing my praises. You'll be like, oh my God, you're a mother. You're an entrepreneur. You're an ex-teacher. You're a civil servant. You were head of department. You've got three degrees. Like he's blah, so blah, blah. And I'm just like, presence, you know? Do you know what I mean? It's like, and I, I, I don't like, obviously I don't, he knows about these things, but I don't mention my credentials to him. He's he's the one always saying it to me. Like, you've done an amazing job. Oh gosh, wow. Like, you know, like, you know, because sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I really feel like I've not, really achieved certain things and he'd be like no 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 don't you ever say that you're brilliant you did it but it's like you know what if, even what if you're the smartest that ever showed up in his books what if what do you mean what if okay so i'll play a scenario um back in the back in my heyday not your heydays <laughs> Femi. um your heydays <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, so back, I don't know if that's right, but back in my golden days when I was still in the streets, on the streets, um, yeah, when I meet a girl that's smarter than I am and well, like all around, figured it out kind of lady that gives me an attention that I would not normally receive, I subconsciously take it on, take it on as a challenge to get to know her find out our vulnerabilities and better and just there's this sense of triumph that comes from it i it's it's trash behavior i've done it i'm sorry i did it it's in my past but what if he saw you as oh your high caliber let me see how how can i what can i play to get this girl so Wait, it's basically like a, yeah. like a thing for his ego. Like, I could get a girl like that. There you go. That's the word right yeah, there. 100%. I think you're right, Femi and Grace. I think you're right. Because there was a conversation we had back in around uh, July, August. And he was like, oh, any guy that, any guy that, that you, that um, has your attention would be so lucky. Like any guy that, that you'd be interested in would be so lucky. And at that point, we were still friends at that time point. It hadn't really evolved to like that we'd been talking for what five months, or no, five, six months at that time. So, but then a week before that, um, he kind of opened up a little bit to me and said that he feels like, you know, he's not really achieved much. He's seen me back to Nigeria because he did his degree in in the uk in reading so when he finished his degree he worked in london for i think two or three years and then we back to nigeria and that's where he set up his website his web designing company so he was like since he's come back since 2013 he felt like he's not really achieved much he's not you know he still lives with his parents um you know obviously he's got his car and he's got his business but 
that's really about it i don't know maybe he said he bought i think a plot of land somewhere in the outskirts of abuja but um he he wasn't like feeling like he should be where he was in his life at the time so i think you're right i think he just because if i look back on it i was above his caliber but facts. Oh, okay. I, I was. Okay. That, it's, you see, it's true. Yeah. No, but I was. You that, see what I was. Maybe it was. I was. It was a thing. I, I, I'm not even being. I'm not even being. Yeah, I'm not even being because I was. But I don't look at people like that because I'm very. Um, like I said, Femi, you know me. I mm-hmm. I go to Nigeria. I teach people that I work with widows. I work with orphans. I I work with all different types of people. I don't. My aim in in life is to just always help people wherever I can. Um, not that I was trying to help him, but I, I was just. I was being a friend to him. We were friends first for quite a few months before anything, you know, before anything transpired. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't think he, I think at first he was like, oh yeah, you know, she's pretty and whatever. But then I think afterwards she was like, no, nah. like I remember when I was telling him my plans were 2021 and he was like, wow, for like, that's a lot of stuff you want to do. Cause we were talking about property and, you know, land and all sorts. And he was like, wow. Yeah. For like, that's, that's, wow Fola, that's a lot of stuff you know so possibly mm. possibly i'm so sorry you had to go through that well it's trash i'm so sorry too i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry well um hey guys it's true we learn. Fola, you just took us down on a very um emotional trip like i was very 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 invested in your story right but then mm. um these are the things we deal with in this age and time kind of men we have out there um it's a roller coaster in terms of dealing with dating these days you know um i don't want to say my gender all that bad, <laughs> but, eh, eh, the, yeah. finding a good one eh, is like finding not, a diamond in a rough way you know right um, it, you know, right it's because guys i did my due diligence i researched him online i spoke to a mutual friend of ours who went to uni with him and the guy was like yeah he's a sure guy he's oh, and I, I and i you know i checked online and i was looking around and wait wait, wait what are you expecting to find still, online like marriage pictures and stuff? not marriage pictures no like you know no i just i wish i always check online to make sure the person isn't like a felon i mean <laughs> I you wouldn't really that. know but I hate like that completely <laughs> my friends <have laughs> my friend said she she met a guy he was amazing and she just googled him and he was in a newspaper for, uh, and he was jailed for robbery <laughs> and he was in a local newspaper so yeah, you know you have to you have to do your due diligence you know, even if it's to a true. basic level true. google will help you with a lot of things you know you'd be surprised true. um but yeah um it's 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 quite sad because i guess in my head like i said i thought we were i thought we were going to i thought we would in my head i believed we were dating and i thought it was going to be something long term like he was saying that you know um he doesn't mind doing long distance you know that kind of stuff so but it's it's i i know that what happened with him like no guy could ever do that to me again like you know and i think men need to be a bit more a bit more like um careful because people will always blame me and say oh follow when you meet a guy why don't you tell them that you have a child i don't tell them because they they see it as a way of I don't know how how to explain that they see it as oh she's a mom so she's she's going to be easier to manipulate. Oh, that's why I don't like telling guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's like yeah, because a lot of them see it as like a perhaps not a weakness, but like 
she'll be easier to wrap around my finger or get around my finger or they'll see it as oh well she's probably more desperate or she's more or her standards are lower or she'll she'll take i don't know like she'll take more crap from me or whatever <laughs> so i just i just don't yes i just don't tell them until this particular guy he didn't find out until just before i met sorry just before i met him in person just before like before october um that's when i told him after we've been speaking for months wow. so um so yeah i don't i don't like telling telling people like oh you should be more open and honest no i'm not going to open up and tell you this is my private life mm. i'll tell you when i know that i'm i'm sh- i'm i'm fairly sure that you're not going to use it like against me or use it as part of your game plan to manipulate me because you know that i've got i'm likely to to be maternal or i'm likely to have a heart <laughs> or be an empath so yeah it, it's it's kind of scary because i don't know what he thought i was doing with him because i i don't do fuck buddies i don't do you know like i don't know what he thought i was looking for because <laughs> i made it very clear but mm. it is what it is that's that's an angle that i didn't know existed like men can actually um exploit women using you know that 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 is very work yeah but yeah that's why big time i mean i'm a guy but Mm -hmm. yeah that is don't do that but yeah um grace what do you think like i just i just want you to go on i i want i (laughs) Yeah, no, sorry, it's Grace, okay. You know what? Just listening <laughs> to your story, Paula, it's... Boy, I'm so glad I am not out here in these dating streets because it sounds like a jungle, okay? It sounds completely oh, nuts. I, I, I'm going to... Sh- see, I have a daughter. If you... I don't care who you are. You mess with my daughter. It's on. It's but on. Th- but this is... I'm going to... I will have... A <laughs> Let record. me say I am ready to kill people. <laughs> Just know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just putting out there, like, and yo. I just feel this is yo. the thing. I, I my my thoughts on this is I don't understand why men do this because is it not exhausting? <laughs> like, are you not tired? I don't get it. Like, psychos, psychos are yeah, not tired. It must. Yeah. It must be like That's why I said the time, like, the energy, yeah, must, investing. It, it sounds very like, yeah, crazy and narcissistic. Like, and it like something must not be okay because why would you think this is a, a decent way to conduct your affairs it's just a bit mad mm-hmm. but yeah it's the world we live in now like it's the world we live in now and i don't yeah. know how women, but yeah, um, how women are supposed mm-hmm. to navigate themselves in the dating field or in the, you know in the dating world because you just don't know which guy is like this right which guy is like gonna you know say all the right things do all the mm-hmm. right things but really when it comes to when it comes to the real deal he's not the real deal like as a woman it's like how not are you meant to be navigating yourself knowing that you know there's guys like this out out there who on the surface it looks great but then once you dig a little bit deeper that's when you start seeing oh actually this is not what i thought it it was Um. Yeah. Do I respond to that as a Top guy? Yeah. Femi said, "I'm, I'm, I'm not like... giving you the secret." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um. Yeah. I just. I hope it gets better. Like I hope men begin to value women a little bit more, and I hope um, mm. men seek therapy for whatever trauma. Yeah, I think a lot of men put them on this. Thera- like, need to have therapy. Yeah, I think they do. 
I I sat with a therapist once in 2016, and um, she unraveled so much shit about me that scared the shit out of me, and I literally walked out <laughs> and never came back. But yeah, you were like, no, we ain't gonna go yeah, in there. 2016. <laughs> no, yeah, like she went deep into my core. I felt so vulnerable, wow. and I'm like, meant to do. well, hell no, we're not doing that. No, no, no not me. I'm too traditional, and um, my toxic masculinity would not let me sit through a therapy <laughs> session again i'm sorry <laughs> i wish i could but yeah she unraveled so many things about me that made me realize that there's still a lot of residue from my past that i needed to deal mm. with at the time um even you know experiences that i wasn't responsible for that i was put into and how that has kind of like reflected into my adult life but the whole experience as a whole was like, wow, you might be right, but I don't want to agree that you're right. So I'm not coming back to your session, ma'am. Have a good day. Yeah, I hear <laughs> <You know>? that. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, why you like this? No, but yeah, no. So, yeah, 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 yeah out out men, a lot. Men, yeah, a lot of men, see, a lot of men are out there that are just putting women through things that they are afraid to deal with. But we'd rather take it out on a woman. This is true. This is true. Sad. Yeah. So it's Sad. it's it's a dark a dark thing to do it deal with, and it's kind of even good that things relationships like this end, because if you um engage with a man that hasn't dealt with his demons, he will bring them out on full display 100%. on full display, and you're 100%. not gonna like that. So it wasn't nice after 10 months to see that it was horrible yeah yeah and um we live and learn right we live and we learn so yeah i'm sorry about that for that but we've done one hour now on the podcast and um i have to bring it to an end but for as usual you've been amazing grace thank thanks you for, for having being here. me um we had a lot more we had a lot more to discuss but this just we just went I in know. with this and I, I did I too. That, I did too. Thank you, know, you for sharing, Fola. Because it's um Fola, it's That's I know okay. it's a vulnerable moment, but for thanks sure. for sharing as well with us and the, the listeners yeah, as welcome, well. Guys. But we should do this next mm-hmm. weekend, hopefully, if life doesn't happen. But I would like to have Grace and Fola on and hopefully get Tunde on as well. And um Woo-hoo. you know, I will be sharing this on all our social media platforms as well. This is an amazing yeah. episode of Immigrant Podcast. We have Grace and Fola. And um, guys, you. you can drop your handles if you want um, social media engagement as well. So go ahead, Grace. Yeah, my social media is just grace.labby. That's my Instagram and Grace Labby on Twitter. So L-A-B-B-Y, Grace L-A-B-B-Y. If you want to follow me, you can. All right, Fola great yeah um i'm not on twitter unfortunately but my instagram is miss underscore opair that's ms underscore ope great um as you guys already know i go by the name femi shine um an all-round asshole so yeah <laughs> um shine, 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 shine. <laughs> all right guys um have a good um week and uh catch you, you on too. Next take episode. care cheers bye you too right, bye. take care